This podcast is entitled, How We Focused on the Millennials at the Expense of the Lost Generation. This podcast examines the young adult market around the globe, how a number of misconceptions exist when it comes to the millennial consumer, and how even grouping 18 to 34 year olds consumers is something that shouldn't be done. The podcast then highlights that whilst there is often a lot of positive perceptions associated with the young adult market, the background in which they grew up, their current environment and challenges they face means that these consumers can often be subject to a number of issues and challenges that are less associated with happy traits. The podcast then highlights the emergence of what FMCG gurus describes as the lost generation society among young adults, who this group is and what FMCG industry players can do to better connect with them. One of the most commonly used phrases within the FMCG industry when it comes to targeting the modern day consumer is that of the millennial. Millennials is an industry buzzword often associated with consumers who are aged between 18 to 34. The phrase is used to describe consumers who are deemed more liberal, experiential and convenience orientated than previous generations. These consumers are seen as being sophisticated, discerning and willing to trade up to products that they deem to meet their need states. At the same time, they are seen as sceptical, less brand loyal and more difficult to impress than their parents and those before them. For many industry players, launching products that effectively align with the need states of the millennial is seen as something of a jackpot. However, when it comes to targeting the millennials, there appears to be a lot of misconceptions that exist among FMCG industry players. Firstly, whilst there is indeed a significant degree of spending power, it has to be remembered that this age group accounts for only a fraction of the population and, as such, there are other age demographics that account for high levels of spending. Secondly, it's unrealistic to believe that consumers aged 18 to 34 can be characterised as one homogenous group when it comes to their related needs and wants. For instance, an 18-year-old still living in the parental home and in higher education will not have the same level of spending power or the same need states as a person aged 34 who has a family, mortgage and established career. Thirdly, it has to be remembered that the allegedly different attitudes and behaviours of the modern-day young adult compared to the previous generations are not actually that different at all. For instance, consumers looking to engage in forms of self-expression and promote their individuality and demonstrate anti-establishment style behaviours is not a new phenomenon. Indeed, there are numerous social movements from recent history, such as the punk rock scene in the 1970s, where the same attitude and behavioural traits associated with the scene, such as the importance of individuality, can be applied to the millennials. As such, FMCG Gurus believes that it is crucial that FMCG industry players are not over-reliant on general and vague assumptions when it comes to targeting the much-coveted millennial group. At the same time, FMCG Gurus also believes that when it comes to focusing on young adults, industry players can be over-reliant on creating positive perceptions associated with this demographic at the expense of what is often the wider picture. For example, as stated, the millennials are associated with favourable traits such as kindness, being liberal and actively looking to break stereotypes associated with this age group. 
Yet this is not reflective of the young adult generation overall. And by harbouring these views, it means that industry players are glossing over some of the less positive issues associated with the young age demographic. That is, an age group that has grown up in an environment characterised by fear, who are still feeling the long-term effects of the recession of the last decade, and who believe that continued globalisation is not necessarily a positive thing. For the next part of the podcast, and to have some clarification of the millennial audience, we will refer to adults as those aged 18 to 24. For many adults in the 18 to 24 age bracket, they were brought up in an environment characterised by concern. For instance, even the oldest of this group would have been around six years old when the September 11th attacks occurred, something that redefined perceptions of global terror. After this, further attacks in cities such as Madrid and London meant that as these youngsters grew up, the issue of global terrorism was something that was a constant topic of conversation and concern. Additionally, many of these consumers will have been in adolescence when the Great Depression of the last decade occurred in 2008. They would have been exposed to conversations around such issues as the direction of the economy, concerns about job security, living costs and the ability to pay bills. And crucially, when it comes to shaping their perceptions later in life, who was to blame for this? Moreover, irrespective of many countries officially being out of recession for a number of years based on macroeconomic indicators, many of these youths will continue to have felt the after-effects of the recession, both witnessing the impact it had on their parents and then eventually their own adult life. Another topic that is something the current generation of young adults would have found themselves exposed to whilst growing up is that of the issue of globalisation and migration. Whilst there are often positive connotations associated between young adults and globalisation, such as the ability to engage in global holidaying patterns and career development, it also has to be remembered that these youngsters have been exposed to constant discussion around the issue of immigration. In particular, these now young adults will have been exposed to constant debate about whether immigration is going to occur at a too great a rate, what the consequences are of this, and whether countries were losing their national identity. Related to this, these youngsters would have found themselves subject to adults expressing views ranging from ethnocentric to xenophobic. Whilst issues such as terrorism, the economy, and migration are arguably the three most important topics that will have shaped the opinion of many young adults, there are other factors that will have contributed to what can perhaps be described as a cauldron of fear. For instance, the state of the environment is a conversation no longer restricted to politicians and the government, but to rock stars and musicians as the long-term implications of environmental damage continue to be fiercely debated. Additionally, concerns about health scares and pandemics will have also shaped the mindsets of these youngsters both in the short and long term. Fast forwarding to the present day, the youngsters who were born around the start of the 21st century and who grew up in an external environment characterised by fear, uncertainty and resentment are now either in adulthood or quickly approaching it. Many of the problems and concerns that they experienced as children and teenagers are still in existence. For instance, whilst much attention is given towards younger adults in the 21st century staying in education and having greater opportunities both personally and professionally, it also has to be remembered that unemployment among young adults remains particularly high, even in countries that are, on paper, free from recession. Moreover, many young adults have high levels of debt, 
and feel they will struggle to gain stability in life because of the number of issues ranging from rising property prices, not enough jobs or restricting employee issues such as zero-hour contracts. Additionally, many can also feel that an excessive level of migration and immigration can also result in labour supply for jobs exceeding demand. Perhaps more depressingly in the eyes of these young adults, they can often feel conscious about airing their complaints and grievances because of fear that they will be informed that it is their fault, something which only furthers their frustrations. This, combined with continuing concerns around the economy, terrorism and other issues are significantly shaping the attitudes and behaviours of these young adults. FMCG Gurus refers to these consumers as the lost generation. Whilst much attention is given to the millennials displaying attitudes and behaviours such as empathy and tolerance, these consumers can demonstrate different views. For example, these young adults who form the lost generation are not as open to being exposed to new and exotic products and cultures from around the world. They associate globalisation as a key reason for their problems when it comes to issues such as job security and prosperity, and as such can demonstrate somewhat ethnocentric views. These consumers can also demonstrate a high level of resentment towards a number of authorities. This can range from having distrust and resentment towards the government and big businesses, as well as individuals within society. Indeed, these young adults often want somewhere they can place the blame for their current predicament. In some extreme cases, this can result in young adults taking somewhat of a political stance and demonstrating extreme views. These young adults can also demonstrate forms of conspicuous consumption in an attempt to try and disguise low levels of financial confidence and perceived low levels of opportunity in life. Whilst the millennials are associated with placing emphasis on non-material wealth, the lost generation can place a particular emphasis on buying well-known brands and premium products as they strive for social identity, acceptance and recognition. The key issue for the FMCG industry is understanding these young adults and understanding how to address them. As mentioned, a key issue when it comes to the lost generation is that of social identity, acceptance and recognition. The reality is that amongst this young adult demographic that doesn't feel that there is a myriad of opportunities presenting themselves in the modern world, mental well-being can be a genuine issue. These consumers can feel upset, angry, frustrated and even alienated from the rest of the world. These feelings are only furthered if they feel that society is implying that they are to blame for their own problems. As such, FMCG industry players need to develop strategies to try and connect with these consumers. An example of this, for instance, could be companies acknowledging the issue of higher unemployment rates among younger adults and barriers when it comes to education and training. Also, acknowledging the challenges faced by younger adults and develop initiatives to invest in that are seen to be helping these consumers. Another strategy would be to stop applying stereotypes to the young adult market that the lost generation deem inaccurate. Finally, another strategy would be to invest in local suppliers and employees and to be seen to be prioritising local communities over globalisation. The issue of the young adult market is a complex one. Whilst there are indeed some consumers who will demonstrate traits such as being experiential and focusing on non-material wealth, there will be others who demonstrate considerably different attitudes and behaviour. 
As such, the phrase millennial is somewhat inaccurate because of the different consumer segmentations that exist within the young adult market.